Greetings, everyone, and a warm welcome to another edition of Marketing the Invisible. My name is Tom Poland, beaming out to for Little Castaways Beach in Queensland, Australia, joined today by Natasha Todorovic. Natasha, g'day, very warm welcome. Where are you, where are you hanging out? I am hanging out in Santa Barbara, California today, Tom. You're having a pretty hot summer over there, I understand. Not as hot as your summers get, but yeah, it's been yeah. pretty warm. Yeah, yeah, that can get, get a tad warm over here. Folks, if you don't know Natasha, she's the CEO and co-founder of the National Value Center Consulting, also owner of Spiral Dynamics brand, which is very interesting. Her expertise includes unraveling the people side of organizational challenges from C-suite execs right down to the shop floor using a proven human systems approach. Now, I'm personally looking forward to this, Natasha. I'd just be loved to be interviewed even if there was no one else listening because the concept that you're going to walk us through is, is really very revolutionary. Maybe not to you, but to us great unwashed masses, but the potential for this, folks, is an absolute game changer. And no one in the space that I operate is doing this. And this thing is how to get better clients through assessment. So Natasha is going to tell us all about that. And it's only going to take seven minutes. Natasha, our seven minutes starts now. Who's your ideal client? Business and organizational consultants and coaches who are helping their clients with change and transformation. Oh, this is not your first Rodeo. Very succinct. <laughs> well articulated. Question number two, what's the problem you solve with them? They're generally struggling with why their clients ghost them, why their clients aren't getting the changes or transformations that they're looking for. And some of them are trying to struggle with not getting clients at all or not getting enough clients. So it's really the people stuff. Right. And, and we've all had those situations where we just feel like working with a, a certain person is like trying to put a square peg in a round hole and, and other clients, it just flows, right? So that might lead us nicely into question three, six minutes left. What are some of the typical symptoms that prior to becoming a client of yours, people are going to be experiencing. Give them a bit of a heads up as to come some clues as to whether they should be reaching out to talk to you. Well, a lot of coaches and consultants get this feeling of, you know, I've done a whole lot of stuff, but I've plateaued. Or they're looking around and they're looking at their clients and going, I don't like these people. I want to upload, but I don't know how. And then another one is the clients just kind of disappear. Maybe they're not doing their homework or they keep coming back with the same problem over and over. And sometimes they're not renewing, they're not referring, and they're not telling if they're the ideal client, they're not telling other ideal clients about their service provider. So we, th this is a common experience for a lot, of, a lot of coaches and consultants. You know, the client's not implementing, they're not progressing, they're not showing up to meetings sometimes even. Our audience are smart people. They're going to try stuff. They're aware that they've got this problem, that these symptoms are being revealed. Let's save them some time. Let's save them some money. So question number four, five minutes left. What are some of the common mistakes that folks make trying to solve this problem? One of the common mistakes, particularly for coaches, is they keep asking more questions. So they start uh, pushing clients, which is the exact wrong strategy. <laughs> and hmm. what they do is they double down on their training. And that pushes clients away as well. And by right. the time it starts to unravel, this is kind of like a free fall. They're just not getting to the core of the, the source of the problem, which reading between the lines, I'm presuming, is that they're just not a match with that particular person. Is that right? 
Sometimes it's a match. Sometimes it's incongruent coaching or incongruent consulting. But 87% of clients leaving their coaches and consultants cite that their coaches and consultants and service providers did not understand them. Wow. Connection problem. And our end, 100% of the coaches and consultants that we've worked with believe they understand their clients deeply. So there's a massive gap. (laughs) So someone's not right. And if it's you're paying you, it's going to be the client. <laughs> yeah, right. So, so three and a half minutes left. Question five, a valuable free action that it's not going to solve the whole problem. They probably need your services for that, but it might take some of our listeners a step in the right direction. Yeah, what we recommend that most consultants, particularly coaches do, is use assessment as a bridge strategy. And there are two reasons for that. Number one is you get to know the client more quickly and more deeply, and you can quickly turn away poor fit clients. And then the other side of that is clients actually open up and become more real and authentic when they feel seen, heard, and understood. So it's much more effective to use assessments as a bridge strategy to build that relationship pre-client relationship. Because the coach or consultant is sending a signal to the prospect that we really care about working with you. There's also a really nice element of reverse psychology in that, in that I'm sure it's done with kid gloves, but the assessment is kind of saying, I'm not sure if I can help you, but let's find out as opposed yeah. to the selling, which is, you know, for God's sake, please buy, please buy, please buy. So there's a lot to like about that. Well, let's, let's uh, two and a half minutes left, let's get people some more information on this. Where can people go? Valuable free resource. People can go and check out the whole concept of assessing prospective clients prior to engaging. Where do they go to get more on that? Well, actually, this is not an assessment, but it's a quiz. And this is a quiz that helps you to understand what is your coaching type and kryptonite, meaning are you strong and why, and what's the maybe the the dark side of that. And that is at bit.ly, that's bit.ly slash coaching with the capital C, kryptonite with the capital K. And that'll get you right into the quiz. You'll get a report, you'll get a video, and you'll see if, uh, you know, what your strengths are and what your kryptonite is and what you can do about it. Yeah, that makes total sense because I, it's like I need to do an assessment on me before I do an assessment on prospective clients. So that's bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash coaching kryptonite with a capital C and a capital K. Thank you for that. I'm going to do it right after this call. Question number seven, and we've got a whopping 70 seconds left, so no pressure. What's the one question I should have asked you but didn't? And the answer, please. Why do service providers miss so much in their clients? And why do they? Because we have so many cognitive biases that keep us from seeing ourselves, Uh, let alone what's alive and true in the client who is emerging to the next iteration of who it is they're becoming. Wow, well said. There's a lot to unpack in that. Natasha, thanks so much for your time and your insights. It's been fun, Tom, and great to be with you today. Thanks again. Cheers. Thanks for checking out our Marketing the Invisible podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours, then check out www 
5hourchallenge.com.